What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Bud Tenders Podcast. It's your boy, Jarrell, and you already know I got my road dog, my partner in crime, Rocky. What's the deal? How you feeling today? What's the deal? Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, we got Super Bowl coming up. We got had champs in the house. Tam- champs, yes. A lot of people coming through. A lot of things happened this weekend. Um... So this past weekend we had a really great guest that came right on a Monday. We had a really great host and we had a really great time here at the High Butt Tenders podcast. And can I tell you that every once in a while we need a little spirituality, uh, a little wake me up because honestly, cannabis and spirituality, boop, hand in hand, hand in hand, hand in hand. So I would like to. <laughs> so did you see how I did my Zen voice? Hand in hand. <laughs> I would like to introduce somebody who really, honestly, I met in the cannabis industry, one of the most genuine people, which I absolutely adore, and she's my, like, spiritual guidance on Instagram. I have to be honest about it. It's the truth, so I had to have her on. Summon, what's up? Hey, guys. Thanks welcome, for having welcome, me welcome, here. Welcome, welcome. That's my jam. That is my jam. <laughs> I'm very, very excited to be here. Thank you for letting me come on here and talk about astrology. No, no, we're excited to have you on. I, mean, I already bombarded you with a bunch of questions I mean, before not we at started. All. So it's going to continue. Yeah, no, <laughs> please, please hit me with them because it's a lot. There's a lot of misconceptions out there, so sure. I'm here to clear it up. No, I think that that's good too. You know what I mean? Everybody needs to talk about this for sure because yeah. it should be a part of the regimen of smoking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talking about it, a little bit of astrology, getting to know people, chit-chatting and all that good stuff. How did you get into that? Oh, man, that was I've always been into astrology. However, you know, I was a PK. Both my parents were pastors, so mm-hmm. I could not uh, dive into the astrology <laughs> like okay. I would like to. Um, they definitely thought it was of the devil and uh, was definitely uh, forbidden in the household. So um, I would go to Barnes and Noble and go to the magazine section and try and like go to the back and sneak. But it wasn't until um, honestly the pandemic that I actually started taking it seriously. I found out that there was a school that you could go to for astrology, and we were in Washington State at the time. So um, I actually went to school for astrology and got into it and realized that it was way more complicated. Than what we were talking about earlier, just sun signs and pop astrology, like that is very diluted water compared to the very tonic, strong tonic that astrology is. Was it the pop astrology that brought you in? For sure. My degree is in psychology. I have a bachelor's of science in psychology. So um, a lot of people who are astrologers have that uh, psychology background because that's what it. It does in the pop world where it kind of categorizes people into these spaces. Even um, Carl Jung was very much so into astrology. And when he came up with a lot of the archetypes, he was pulling from a lot of the zodiac signs as well. So, yeah, this, the pop astrology brought me in. And then I was like, oh, it's nothing like this. <laughs> How soon did you realize the pop astrology was, was kind of bullshit? Oh, man. I didn't, it took me a long time. Um, I mean, once I got into the real layers of it, that's when I was like, oh, okay, like this is more about time 
and the concept of it. Um, there's a lot of philosophy behind astrology, for example, um, Plato, uh, Aristotle, Socrates, these are people who were very much so Pythagoras, who were very much so into astrology, because they got a lot of their knowledge from Egypt themselves. So um, looking into the philosophy behind it, man, ugh, it kind of blew my mind It made me believe different things. And then I started looking at time different. You know, very similar to like hitting the in the blunt mm-hmm. the, for the first time. You're like, it's time for real. <laughs> you know, what I mean, <laughs> that's kind of how it went for me. It's just my blunt was astrology. <laughs> so if somebody was just like not into this completely, just had no idea and clue, explain this to me. Why would somebody be interested in learning more about astrology? Because I feel like it's one of those things that's kind of a taboo. It's not re- It's not a religion, right? No. Don't worry about it. You're good, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, babe. Love you. Shout yeah. out. And so a lot of people put that, like, there's some dark sense to it. Right. Right? Always. And I don't know. Even when I was growing up and I was little, I, I had to go to church every week. Yes. And... It, when you brought up astrology, it was like, oh my gosh, the tab. It is very interesting because there are a lot of people who are atheists and do not believe in God and they're astrologers. Like, so there, there's definitely a difference because astrology used to be taught as a science. It was just the same way that you view math. Math isn't a spiritual subject. However, it can be when you get into numerology. Mm. So it's the same thing with astrology. Like astrology is a used to be a science. I still think it's a science. I'm one of the people who is trying to approach it scientifically so that we can (coughs) reinstate that particular integrity back to astrology. Um, But it's, it's really tough. Regardless, um, that's not the way that everybody else feels. There are some people who look at it as very much so a spiritual um, approach and and that's that's okay too. There's nothing wrong with it at all. If you wanted to start, um, there are many different ways. You had asked me this question earlier. <laughs> you were like, "Well, where can I go to like make it a little bit more simple?" And I told you the answer was like, "It's asking me if there's a way to go find a simple way to learn math. Like, there's a there's a stepping and a beginning to it." But there, to simplify something so complicated is very, very hard to do. But definitely, I have a Patreon myself where I actually start you from the beginning and um, take you to uh, getting more and more complicated. And there's many different astrologers who do the same. So yes, you can definitely get in contact with me and I can get you to people or to myself. And we can get you from point A all the way to, to point Z. For right. Sure. So for most people, they're just thinking, hey, I'm going to pick up a magazine and on <coughs> page, la- second to the last page, I'm going to get some astrology. Some guidance. <laughs> some guidance. No, <laughs> no. And let me tell you why. Like, and, and I'm glad you all uh, were talking about the Super Bowl earlier because um, Rihanna is going to be on the Super Bowl oh, uh, halftime, right? And um, my Pisces people out there love to be like, oh, Rihanna is ours because she's a Pisces, blah, 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 because her son is in Pisces, which means she was born during the Pisces season. But Rihanna's not a Pisces. Hmm. Oh. She's not a Pisces. Even okay. though her son is in Pisces, she's not a Pisces. And the reason why she's not a Pisces is that she has more energy or more planets in Capricorn and Aries. 
than she does in Pisces. She has one planet, one access point to the energy of Pisces, where she has like four to five access points to the energy of Aries and Capricorn. So if you approached Rihanna thinking that she's just this like loving, emotional uh, being who just wants everybody to love, which is the stereotype of Pisces, you're going to get Aries. And if you go on YouTube and you go find like clapbacks that Rihanna has, especially being on the red carpet or something like that, you will see the fire of Aries that comes out of her. You will not see a sweet, soft Pisces because she's not one. Even though her son is in Pisces, she has one planet in Pisces where she has all of these other planets in Capricorn and Aries. So what you're basically telling me is that it has nothing to do with birthdays. <laughs> For the most part, I mean... <laughs> It may not matter. It just may not matter. It may not matter. It just may not matter. For me, my sun sign matters. Right. In my particular chart, because I have I'm a Virgo and I have other Virgo placements that reinforce that particular archetype or energy or frequency in my chart. So I have a lot of Virgo energy in my chart. And I'm a Virgo son. So I just happen to be, okay, when somebody sees me, they're like, oh, you look like a Virgo. You act like a Virgo. It feels like a Virgo. But that's not the way that it goes across the board. It's so you said, you said like Rihanna had different access points. Yes. Or, so how do you know those access points? So you need to go and get your birthday, right? The, the day birthday. you were born. Okay. The location okay. of where you were born. And you need to have the time where you were born. So when you say location, like exact location, like city, just or you can just do state. City, city is important. Okay, city is important for sure. Okay. So I, you don't need to give me. Like, I've had people send me coordinates to their <laughs> hospital that yeah. they were born in. I was like, that's that's too it's intense. Too precise. Yes. <laughs> we don't need it Room number two, <laughs> third floor. Like, we don't need it that accurate. Dr. Jones. But like we were talking about earlier, the way that it got diluted, especially here in the Western culture, is that during the Great Depression, they were trying to get in their magazines and newspapers sold. And people weren't able to do it because they couldn't afford it. So they started bringing in Eastern philosophies and religions and they put astrology and sun signs into the newspaper so you could come back every day or every week or every month and keep buying it to see what's going to happen to you. But traditionally, and I'm a traditional astrologer, your rising sign is more, way more important than your, your sun sign. And- which is the rising sign. Your rising sign, you will find that out once you put all of that information into a birth chart calculator. Okay. Okay. When you See. put that information into a birth chart calculator, which you can Google. There's so many. There's so many for free on on, on uh, Google. Okay. Um, it will show you the sign that's in the first house. Beforehand, nobody cared about your sun sign. No one before the 1900s. No one asked you. If they asked you what your sign was, they were asking you what your rising sign was. No one cared about your sun sign. Okay. Nobody. So I might not even be a Leo. I mean, you have Leo energy in you, but it doesn't mean that you have mostly Leo energy in you. Okay. So I... I'm so glad we're talking about this. Oh my God. Because my, first of all, you, you're going to be blowing people's minds. Because right now when you walk in the mall and shit and you run into a friend and shit, they're like, what's your, what's your sign? You're, I know. You're, you're a Libra girl. I knew it. Like, no. I fucking knew it. You're a Leo dominant scorpion. Right, right. And you're like, how the fuck did 
you know it? Right. What do you mean you, you know, know it? How do you know? What you what know. gives you that that thing? And mostly the vibe is is that hey, I read a lot of like astrology in in magazines, right? And then they come, they form it. Oh, I'm gonna get a little quick tutorial books, you know, astro, you know, astrology for dummies. <laughs> That's what I was asking for. And, you know, like, and then they know what's up. They're like, oh, my God. I already know. See, astrology was meant to be kind of like a universal clock for us to understand the cycles that happen here on Earth. There are cycles that happen just like seasons that happen. But we're able, because this this thing has been around 6,000 years. Okay? 6,000 years plus. So humans have been able to look up in the sky and be like, okay, all right, when the sun is happening in this part of the sky, there's something that happens down here. There's a correlation. And they've written it down. And people like myself who are traditional astrologers, we study it and we realize, oh, okay, that's what's going to happen. Cool. So we are not saying that um, fall causes winter, mm-hmm. right? We're saying, oh, okay, the leaves are turning brown. And they're falling to the ground. So we must be in autumn. And winter is coming. Okay. No it's pun the correlation intended. thing. Correct. Yeah. It's correlation. It's not causation. A lot of people, the reason why astrology got kicked out of being a science and has been demoted to being a pseudoscience is because people think that astrology is a cause and effect thing. It's not. You eat lunch around 12 o'clock because that's when lunch happens. 12 o'clock doesn't make you eat lunch. Right. There's a difference. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I never thought about it that way. Right. Right. Like, it's just the way that that is. So if you understand time, you understand cycles and patterns, you know that the universe kind of, like, works on that. You know that winter comes after fall. You know that spring comes after winter. It's just the cycle of Earth. Right. And astrologers have found a way to be able to articulate that. It's almost in the sense of, okay, so let's say you have a a frowny emoji. And I say that frowny emoji is two. It equals two. And then I say there's a smiley emoji and that equals four. So what I do when I look at the natal chart is I see, okay, so I have two frowny faces and one smiley face that equals eight. And people think I'm doing a magic tr- a magic trick when it's like, no, I just understand the symbols and I know what it equals in the end because it really is math. We right. just are putting symbols in those places of where the numbers go. Okay. And that's why it gets complicated. So, all right, tell me if I'm off because I'm, I'm trying to simplify it in my head. Okay. So is it like if a person is born at this time? Okay. In this place, uh-huh. um, astrology has shown from from the past that mm-hmm. um, around this time of year, if you were born in this in this place in this time, mm-hmm. um, at this certain moment, mm-hmm. you will act like this because this personality is dominant. Or when it's this time, you're going to be like this because this personality is dominant. Or does it kind of work like that? Or, kind of, yes, yeah? yes, okay. it's kind of like that. So let's let's say it this way, like. Um, uh, beginning of 1984, we're having, let's say, in Aquarius season, sure. Aquarius season, beginning of 1984, 
this person is going to have a sun sign of Capricorn. So they're going to walk around saying they're Capricorn. I'm Capricorn. Uh, uh, uh. I'm Capricorn. I'm Capricorn. I'm Capricorn. Yeah. All right. Depending on the day that they were born, we'll say their, their moon sign is in Taurus. So their ego and their individual, uh, the way that they want to be seen in the world is like a Capricorn. They want to be business minded. They're probably making every hobby that they do into a business <laughs> because they're trying to get their legacy going. However, if their moon is in Taurus, the way that they emote <coughs> and the way that they show their emotions is going to be Taurus-like. So that's going to temper down what people would see as this boss who wants to just be in corporate America and just lead everybody to getting more money. Like Jeff Bezos is a son in Capricorn, for example. Mm-hmm. It tempers that down because their moon comes in and says, oh, no, like we want nurturing things. We want, as a tourist, we want comfortable things. We want security, but we also love good food and we love being at home. You know what I mean? So I don't want to be at work 24-7 because I have a tourist moon. That makes me want to come home and be with my family. It tempers the Capricorn energy. And then it keeps going. If we talk about the Mercury being an Aquarius, then uh, we're talking about the Aquarius energy that J. Cole has, right? And J. Cole has this out-of-the-box thinking, unorthodox way of thinking. So now we have a Capricorn who definitely is thinking about legacy and business, but it's tempered by the Taurus moon who wants it to come home and feel comfortable and has an ability to think outside of the box and have these great ideas that he talks about at home and at work. See, it just keeps getting layered every time we add another planet in there and we have Venus that we haven't talked about, which is how you love and how you connect in your relationships. And then there's Mars and the way you get angry and what you like sexually. And then you have Jupiter and it just keeps going. So each individual, yes, on that day, it does tell us what's going on in your personality. But there's so many different layers. We're talking about 10 different planets. And we're not even talking about houses and aspects it gets complicated. But then you also have like, okay, so then somebody's like, oh, because I was born on this day and I'm a Libra, I'm an air sign. You know what I mean? And so like, it makes me roll my eyes <laughs> so hard because it's like you may not, they may, that may be the only air that you have in your chart. Right. And I'm Venus, whatever. You know, like I think that that's the misconception, yes. right? So I've actually <coughs> called out mine because that's all the things that I've heard about astrology as I grew up. Like, okay, there's, you're, you're an air sign. If you're born on this day, you know. And then also, too, you have uh, some Capricorn moon or some moon <laughs> situation. And <laughs> Venus is your planet. Right. And so for me, I just want to summarize, too, because I feel the same way. I think, you know, I'm, I'm getting it now. Um... So kind of those magazine things, and I'm not saying this for everybody, there could be a true astrologer behind that that actually does some work, but you can't just blanket that no. over three or, you know what I mean, over no. a month, right? There's no way. There is, there's so, every, no chart is the same. Even when we're talking about identical twins, like right. their charts aren't the same. They're just not. And... um I was about to put my my business out there. Uh, let me just say no, I won't say that. I will just say there, there's no two charts that are not the, that are the same. So no. you're going to have individuals where, let's say, you have the same birthday as 
I don't know, Angela Davis. Let's say that. And she was born like 50 years before you. That means there's going to be some outer planets that are going to be different than they are to your chart. Mm -hmm. Right? And then the moon moves like 13 degrees per day. So, like, you can have, you can be a Leo sun and then have, I don't know, a Libra moon. Which is going to make you completely different than a Leo sun who has a Leo moon. As in, you're going to be two different, completely different people. So you just need, everybody just needs a reading individual to understand a little Correct. bit more about their being. Because in all honesty, you can't even take it from that at all. No. Like, period. No. You can't even. Now I'm like, I'm going to. It won't even happen. You know how it fucked me up? Because my whole life I'm thinking I'm a Leo. So like that's all I kind of like learned about. <laughs> I don't know anything about any other sign or anything. So people be like, oh, what sign are you? I'm a Leo. And they be like, oh, I'm like, oh, what sign are you? They be like, oh, I'm an Aries. I have no idea what Aries is. See, this is the thing that everybody has access to all 12 signs inside of them. Everybody does. Right. Everybody. So when somebody comes along and they're just like, oh, so you're a Virgo. I don't even like Virgos. I'm like, you're you're part Virgo. So there's a part of you that you do not accept. Right. within yourself and you're projecting that onto me yeah. right and it's, it kind of all boils down to like everybody's kind of the same or has like some part of you know yes. like the same qualities or the same aspect it's the yeah. i could simplify it in a sense of saying like there are 12 different uh ingredients on the table and everybody is being made into their own soup based off of these 12 ingredients the same ingredients just different yes of each one. for just, sure oh my god for sure blowing my for sure. so when somebody comes to you and you're like oh you're a leo and i don't then that would say that would be like somebody saying that you're just uh water and cayenne pepper and nothing else that's your soup uh, that is your soup and, and that's like that's not true yeah. like you may have Some like shrimp yeah <laughs> garlic yeah. no like you have no clue so to say oh then you must be this and because you're that I don't like it and blah blah that's yeah. ridiculous it's very diluted you're yeah. way more complicated than that okay. now I'm gonna even think that in my mind every time now I think about it I'm gonna be like listen this is how I'm gonna explain to people no you're wrong yes you don't them. know shit about me you don't why that's I, right and you'll be right and guess what I'm a, di- I'm a different soup man. Yeah, right. that's right, right. My I mirror, am a Leo I am a Aries I'm a Taurus that's right you're like I don't know why you're shaking things into a, a pretend bowl but right yeah. our mirepoix may be the same but everything else is different exactly and it, you can break it down into like the elements you know and uh, modality and then again the planets mean different things all of that thing layers so you're making your own soup okay what about um, like the numbers is that something totally different when people are like oh I got like angel numbers or that, whatever it's called what like, is, is, that, that? is that totally different that is different it's, okay. that's under numerology numerology is different numerology okay. so this is the, the thing about the spiritual arts that's what we call ourselves it's the spiritual arts the spiritual arts have like all of these mystical and magical people underneath them. However, there are certain people where they're born with a superpower, right? Those, those will be our psychics and our mediums where they're born with this kind of gift where they can contact people who have crossed over to the other side or they can just know the future based off of their intuition, 
uh, in the black church, we call them like prophets, right? Mm-hmm. So those are people who have like a God-given ability to do that. They used to scare me in church. I believe it. I'm sure. They scared me. <laughs> sure swear to God. Yeah, I remember one guy, he told me, he's like, yeah, one of your best friends are going to die. But I was just like, whoa. That's like, a little intense. It was it scared the shit out of me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut no, you No, no, no. Not at all. No, and then you have... You have, that, and that's that's the point, and that's <laughs> and the reason why when I do talk about astrology a lot, I do my best to kind of do the left brain stuff and leave the spiritual stuff to the side because there's been so many people who've gotten religious trauma from a lot of of religious spaces, and it doesn't mean that every religious space is awful, but a lot of people have gone through a lot of trauma in those spaces, and using spiritual words can trigger a lot of those traumas. But back to what I was saying, like you have, you know, you have the hulks in the, and like, you know, people who can do great stuff. And then you have like astrologers where we're not coming up with this like mystical thing because we dreamt about it the night before. We're literally sitting down and doing math and science in order to figure out what's going to happen. Like I've predicted pregnancies. Mm. I've predicted when people were going to get jobs. Mm. I have predicted um, when people were going to get their acceptance letter for school. And it's not because I was just like, oh, all right, I'm going to connect to my angels and guides and they're going to tell me what's up. No, I had to like literally study stuff, study predictive techniques that have been passed down for millennia, not centuries, millennia, in order for me to practice and do it with your chart. It is a serious, serious science. And not everybody um, wants to get into into it that deep, but literally anybody can be an astrologer. Not everybody can be a medium and psychic because they weren't born with that ability. So there's two different... There's two different categories for that. And does like the, the numerology fall more under... Like which category? That would probably fall more towards uh, the astrology folks, right? Because there are like things that people have like seen over centuries where they're like, okay, every time I see one, 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 this is what I've seen and correlated. However, you know, I I think there are a couple of astrologers, if they hear that, would probably want to choke me out and then be like, they don't belong with (laughs) us. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I don't know if Linda told you this or not, but. Sometimes when I engage with people, it only takes me like a few seconds to be like, you're just an untrustworthy person. I love that. And it's it's uh, it's really insane because I've had it ever since I was a kid. I love it. Where I just didn't, I felt like this person's, and I don't know, you know, you say this and people think you're crazy, right? This person's energy is weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever the vibe they're giving off is like not cool and you need to leave this person alone like literally if you were close to me i would be that person that would be like whoever that is you need to leave that person alone i freaking love it do you know what your moon sign is no normally it's like in there that would tell me like how intuitive you are yeah Yeah. i mean it's it's just weird you know what i mean and i've always it's always been a situation and i just thought i always correlated that to like you know, my dad used to be like, hey, you know, look people in the eye. Mm. And you can learn about people mm. by looking them in the eye. You know what I, I mean? And that. I don't know if that was a situation that, you know what I mean, going further on. But honestly, there's like vibes that I pick up from people too. You know what I mean? Like I will tell people, man, you got 
a good vibe. And to me, it's like you have a really great energy. I love it. Yeah. I love I love hearing stuff like that because I think astrology does its best to describe not only the events and situations and people that we can see tangibly, but the events that we can't really articulate. Um, like dreams, for example. We all have them, but we don't really scientifically understand what they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think astrology is still in that space because it's allowed to be to to describe and talk about those mystical experiences as well, you know, in a very methodical, um, efficient kind of way. And I, I'm glad that you, you brought stuff like that up. Yeah, I never used to ever. And then when you now this like, it's very different these days. There's a lot of people that are very interested in what yeah. you're interested in. And yeah. it's more prominent. I see it a lot more. Yes. You know what I mean? And I've always wondered when people would, you know, say, hey, on November 3rd, don't leave your house. You know, <laughs> just chill. Just chill that day. You know what I'm saying? And I never understood that. But I knew that they were in tune right. heavily. And I know a lot of people that do this, they get a lot of shit because... You know, people are like, ah, I don't, I don't believe in that. Yeah. But there's, it's math and science, yes. right? It's, it's not uh, something that you're just pulling out of intuition. There's a no. lot, a lot of that is, it's math and science. Yes. It's like here, this is what it is. And, yes. You know, so people out there, man, if you've, if you've ever been like me, just completely dumbfounded by it. <laughs> this guy, stop his fidget spinner. <laughs> um. <laughs> Surprise, he's quite, I'm glad that you're on because I feel like um, it answered so many things for me because of because of these instances and yeah. circumstances where I don't believe a lot of I can't believe even when I was younger that uh, page 89 of a magazine is going to give me some insight into my life later on in the future how mm-hmm. could that be possible mm-hmm. for so many people that are born on the same date right. that i was yeah. that's no insane way exactly. all these people can be the same exactly like, no <laughs> exactly no. i mean just again a lot of people in, in in my space will be like okay what's your big three and your big three is your sun your sun sign your moon sign and your rising sign uh, like i said before well i'll talk about well you said you're libra yes okay so let's say this person is a libra sun Right, and then they're a Cancer Moon, but they're an Aries rising. That's a different person than a person who is a Leo Sun. I mean, a Libra Sun, who is a Scorpio Moon, and let's put him as a Capricorn rising. That's right. a totally different person, even though they're the same Sun sign. Just off of those three things that we were talking about, the Moon and the rising sign changing, that person, those two people are completely different. Okay. See, that that is a bunch of stuff that I did not I know. love it. And then when we're talking about spirituality, and I know we're probably part of the rap, but even astrology was in the Bible. Like, yeah. hmm. it is a whole shebang thing. Like, my, uh, my whole thing is black girl magi, right? But the three magis were the three... Um, uh, wise men, yeah, right. wise men that came from the east. They were astrologers. They studied the stars in order to find out where this guy was going to be born. And then they predicted, hey, like, you probably need to get out of here because 
there's a king that's in here trying to just kill the firstborn because they felt he felt threatened by somebody who was supposed to be born during this time. So you should probably get out of here. And Jesus went to Egypt because of those those astrologers. So like astrology has been in there casting lots to see like what God is going to say. That's casting a chart. That's what it is. Right. Easter is not even like Easter changes each year because it's the first full moon after the spring equinox. So it's based off of astrology. Mm. Like there's so many things <laughs> that I could keep going on and on. Like the Bible is like a whole allegory for astrology and I could keep going on and to the references that are in there, but it was deemed so dark and so bad that so many people left it and stopped messing with it because they thought it was the same as fortune telling. And it's, it's not, it's not, it's a whole study and a philosophy. And if you get with a good teacher, which I am an astrology teacher, they will tell you and show you like, it's way different than the pop astrology sun sign stuff that that's out there. That stuff is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people that do astrology too, they like, I've noticed too, like, they'll be, uh, understanding about tarot mm-hmm. and a bunch of other things too mm-hmm. as well. Um, and sometimes I feel like, you know, even in the realm of uh, spirituality, uh, meditation, mm-hmm. and even learning about different religions mm-hmm. like Buddhism and mm-hmm. stuff like that, incorporating some of those really good teachings into your life, there's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Yeah, and I think that religions keep you from, certain religions keep you from actually delving more into other religions because I think that that's harmonious. Yes. Right? That's yes. how you learn to be in tune with other people and understand a little bit more about how they were brought up, their culture. It opens up a bunch of different things. Yes. So I feel like you have to be open to those things, um, essentially. And I think all of this, to me, combined, as as I'm going through, when I met people who did do astrology and stuff like that, they would just be like, yeah, you know, this Buddhist teaching and, you know, in Christianity. And they bring up different vibes and it's like okay so you have to open up your mind you do i mean for sure (laughs) i mean understanding that oh i'll say this um in some of my uh readings depending on what reading i'm doing if it's just a natal chart i'm like okay my favorite theories and there's a lot of theories on birth charts but my favorite theory is that before you got here you sat down with god your ancestors gods angels whoever you believe in that's on that other side And you're like, this is what I want to do when I come down here this time. This is the journey I want to take. And I want to have some tools in my box that are for me that are going to help. And then I'm going to have some challenges I'm putting in my way so that I can grow in certain areas. And so not everybody's journey is the same. Uh, I would say that a warrior's path and his beliefs in spirituality is going to be different than a baker. You know what I'm saying? And the baker's beliefs in spirituality need to be supported and expanded and dove into just like the warriors does. And there's nothing wrong with having two different spiritual spaces in order to support the journey that you're on. There's nothing wrong with that. And learning as much as you can is great. But if you're happy with the religion that you're in, then go with it. But telling other people that they shouldn't expand or look into other stuff I don't think that's fair because we're not all here for the same thing. We're on the same journey. No, right. And I mean, we have to coexist. It's not not like, you know, where we could just 
which is what happens here in this world, which kind of sucks, is that in certain areas, it just you're ostracized because of your oh, religious yeah. beliefs. <laughs> oh, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's something that it's really cool um, that I'm getting to learn this a little bit more because it's opening up my mind. And I want to be more expansive about how I think about, <laughs> you know, astrology and stuff like that. Because honestly, the way people put it out there in the atmosphere and what I've known and then, of course, you people out there that just read those little astrology okay. things and think you can size people Please down. Please stop. Stop that. <laughs> stop Please. that. That's crazy. It's disintegrating the integ- integrity of astrology. And you, you got to stop. You got to at least learn what you're talking about before you start to demonize somebody because they have the same sign as your ex. What would you suggest? Like if somebody really wanted to do- deep dive into the situation and... They get real high at home, and they're like, oh, my God, now is the time. <laughs> I need to learn my top what three. Would, what would be your suggestion? What's a good start? Um, I would say a good start is to find uh, the good teachers. So, I, again, I'm going to promote myself because I do do studying. I, I had to do a 1,000 hours of studying before I even started talking about me being an astrologer. So you have to start looking for people who have an actual resume and (laughs) have actually done their studying. So I'll promote myself. But also, there's this wonderful podcast called The Astrology Podcast by Chris Brennan. They have all of the information that you're going to need, plus the sources behind it, because there are people like Firmicus and Barosis and like there are real people who've put Bibles of information together in order for you to study and understand the predictive tools and techniques and methods in order to understand astrology. And the astrology podcast is a great space to start if you ever wanted to get into that. Um, Kelly Surtees is another great astrologer. You can uh, find them on YouTube as well. Austin Coptic is also another great astrologer. You can find them on YouTube as well. Um, I have to shout out my astro sisters, uh, House of Chiron and Lastrology. Both of them are great spaces on Instagram that you can find where they can give you bit by bit through TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube in order for you to understand a little bit more. Uh, my favorite book, I think, is by Carol Taylor Green. Um, and, and that is a really great book to start for beginners. Um, you can find that on Google, um, on Amazon, actually. And I think it's like 20 So there are many different spaces that you can go to. But again, you have to start with one plus one equals two before you start getting into trigonometry. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. That's (laughs) and I think that's just a part of you have to like scratch the surface right now (laughs) and then kind of dive deeper into it and deeper and deeper. Yeah. And get to know it a little bit better. But that's what it is. You can't just say, hey, I know. I know about you. You know what I'm saying? No. Because of your astrology That's and all that dumb. good stuff. So this is why I needed this. Yes. I needed this so bad because I was like, man, what is what is the world trying to tell me? You know what I mean? <clears throat> what is all of this that I'm picking up? Because there's so much going on. Right? There's so much going on in the world and to find some spirituality and peace in yourself. Yes. Man, that's so important right now. Yes. And I just sometimes it would be great to have that kind of tool just to relate and release yes. and, you know, have moments because I mean, honestly, everybody's so tense and like uh there's so much shit going on. Oh my god. So, you know, we All have a time. lot of bad things happening and I just feel like, hey man, if you're listening to this podcast 
do the homework because it sounds like it's 100% worth it, it is. to do it. And now I'm going to have to, I'm going to call this my spiritual journey <laughs> at this point, go. man, yeah, because yeah. I'm going to have to figure this, I'm going to have to figure this out. It yeah, definitely yeah. helps you deep dive into yourself. For sure. If you start just with your chart, oh my God, you start learning more stuff about yourself. You're like, okay, I have a Mars and Sagittarius. Okay, what does that mean? Oh, snap. That's how I get angry? Oh, ooh, that's ro- that's ruthless. You know what I mean? And you start seeing yourself in, in different spaces. So for sure, get on there. Find these people. They have Patreons, all types of stuff. I have a Patreon myself where I literally teach. That's what I do. Yeah. Hell yeah. Seven. You've been awesome. You oh, fucking killed it. It's one of my favorite yes. episodes. <laughs> yeah, we might have to do a part two. Please, yes. I would love yes. to do your charts. Hell, oh, I'm so with it. I'm so, I would so do your charts. Just yes. let me know. Say less. I'm a little scared, but I'm with it. I'm a little scared, but I'm with yes. it. Let me know. Yes. I, I'm dying. I'm honestly, when whenever it is, that must happen soon because, uh, yo, if y'all are out there and you're like, hey, man, I got to... I got to listen to this, figure it out, all that good stuff. We're going to give you that information in just a moment. Um, but right now, Jarrell has a question. Yes, yes. We have to ask about your uh, cannabis consumption. So my cannabis relationship has been an on and off again kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, I didn't, I was a church girl, you mm-hmm. know, I was a good girl, you know, and they told me that cannabis was evil. It's the devil's lettuce. So it was, it was the <laughs> devil's lettuce and I wasn't supposed to be here. So I, I was to the point where I was like literally 19, 20 years old and everybody would light up and, I, and they were like, oh, seven's here. We got to tell her to go outside. I was like, that's right. I and know, I would you go outside. tell me I'm going outside. <laughs> God, God. <laughs> So um, it wasn't until I was in college and uh, I was taking the uh, psychology of drugs um, because that's my degree. And they were telling me how like it, the, the effects on pregnancy between nicotine and uh, marijuana. And I was like, it seems like the nicotine seems to be worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't understand. So how is this illegal? It doesn't make any sense. So I started asking questions more and more. And it wasn't until he retired from the military that I started getting into it. And I have anxiety. I've been diagnosed with general anxiety disorder with panic attacks and small um, PTSD, acute PTSD. And when I smoke it, it definitely helps. It calms me down. It's just when I smoke too much, it gets it gets really real. (laughs) So I have to manage my consumption. So I probably smoke, I want to say like three times a week, maybe. And it's like Four puffs and I'm high as yeah. high as a kite. That's good. You, That's sound, good. you sound like a bowl type person. I, I used to remember when I smoked a bowl and you just take a couple hits yep. and you put it down. That's, and that's me. Like, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm just like, oh my God, look at those guys. Yeah. So pretty. <laughs> but yes, it is definitely a medicine that I definitely respect. And I'm so glad it's here because I, the anxiety stuff that I, I had to face, it, it, this has been the number one thing. I don't even know if I could say, like, sexual anxiety? Oh, my so God. Sexual, 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 sexual anxiety was very, very bad for me. And without this, like, my whole sex life would be different. Nice. Awesome. That's been nice. the number one thing that it's that it's fixed. See? That, Absolutely. And, and it should. And that should never be a taboo. It goes fucking hand in hand again. <laughs> it goes hand in hand. It shows you how many things cannabis goes hand in hand. No, oh, right. yeah. yeah. Like, it works I mean, for so many things. It yeah. Really yeah. It's such a spiritual sure. plant, man. It Honestly, really it just does wonder. It works wonders for me. 
Um, what you been smoking on, Rocky? I, I appreciate you asking, my dude. I actually <laughs> picked up some Keef. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was weird about this Keef, and I'm going to have to talk to our wonderful folks at VADA, uh, what was different about this Keef is that it was about 70%. So I'm a little, yeah, I'm a, I'm like, what, how, right? So somebody's going to have to explain that to me. Unless you put something on there, like dry sifted in and inside. I don't know, but um, I've been sp- sprinkling this magical. Oh, <laughs> oh that's fairy dust. On, on yeah. my <laughs> pre-rolls. I'm inside of my pre-rolls and woo. To the moon. Woo. So I highly recommend if you all check out, um, that is Keith. It's it's really good. Add it to any flower. Onion rings by Nature's Chemistry. Yep. You brought that up last week, yep. right? Yep. And hey, what is up? <laughs> it's funny because that's the same thing I'm finishing off, the onion rings. It's so good. Yes. Andy, you got this shit rolling, sir, for me. What yes. about you, Jarrell? What have you been smoking I, 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 Finishing up the onion rings. I Love. You know, when you get a good one, you're just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to save this. And I've been saving it. So, yeah, i just been finishing up that. I love that onion rings. That's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. Fucking big ass shout out. Yes. It's finishing off them chemistry. onion rings. Uh, folks, listen, if you are in the Vegas area, even if you're not, you can definitely zoom in, Yeah, right? that's where I do all For my For sure. Get a reading. Uh, it's well worth it. My wife speaks volumes. She had it done and she can't say enough. <laughs> And immediately she's like, let's go buy some things. I got things to do. She had um, homework. Yep. And so um, if you have any, if you need any kind of guidance like that, how can they get a hold of you? Seven? So I have a booking link on my Instagram. Uh, I'm at black girl magi with two eyes on Instagram. So that booking link is there. I also have a Patreon under Black Girl Magi as well. So it's like you can sign up for $10 and I do two astro lectures a month um, on top of uh, making sure that you understand the astrology in a very foundational way. So through posts that don't go anywhere else but the Patreon. I'm also on TikTok and YouTube under Black Girl Magi. YouTube is Black Girl Magi 9928. So all of those spaces have links to get you to my booking page so that you can sign up for a reading. Or if you want to sign up for a lesson, you can sign up through the Patreon. So exciting. Honestly, man, outlets for people. No lie. Do that immediately. (laughs) Um, And us, we're always on social media, at High Butt Tenders, on all things, on all social media fun times. That's where we are at High Bud Tenders. On Instagram, there is a High Bud Tenders podcast that kind of takes over on the top. We are High Bud Tenders. The podcast one is our backup page. I have to let our folks know out there just so you can get all of the information because we have links there and stop by for sure. Otherwise, you can find us at www.highbudtenders.com and check us out. We have the podcast there. We also have some really great merch and things like things of that nature. So please check us out. We want to thank you folks for listening to uh, the podcast. And then, of course, wait, before we even get off the air, I have to say this. Big ass shout out to X-Vape. Thank you so much. You all uh, looked out for us on that giveaway. You're, uh, you've got some really great products. We love you. Thank you so much. And as always, uh, stay high but tenders.